This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Thank you for joining us on this hump day edition of the Lori and Julia Show. My talk 1071, everything entertainment. Don't forget it being a Wednesday. That means Lori will give us one of her amazing vintage scandal no, we'll stories. See. Oh, well, we'll see. Better be good because I just built it up. Okay, good. I think it, I think it is going to be good. It's Rolling Stone related. Oh, thank Rolling goodness. Stone related. Yeah, Rolling Stones oh, okay. adjacent. Right. There's so many delicious scandals <laughs> well, around true. them. Okay, so let's talk Hollywood, should we? And let's talk about Jen Aniston, Brad Pitt, and Angelina Jolie. Let's oh, just do it. We haven't heard from her for a while. Okay, so first of all, is Julie Brad is the cover of yes. People magazine mm-hmm. this next and apparently week. he's had an amazing journey inside of it. Single, sober, and hotter than ever. Inside oh his gosh. new life. So Donnie posted that. And if you get People Magazine, that's what we have to look forward to on the cover. And his period of hatlessness is coming to an end because he he told uh, on the red carpet, he, he talked and he said, um, I think it's time. It was backstage at the Oscars in the press room. I think it's time to go disappear for a while and make stuff. Yeah. So he's going back in the pottery shed and he'll be back to wearing his newsboy caps. But he's working on two projects. Yeah, he's producing, isn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. There were two one of them was exciting. So anyway, he he's ready to regain his center. He's ready to fall into the arms of his old lover, that slippery mineral weight of clay. It's going to be throwing. Oh, well put. <laughs> slippery what? Slippery mineral weight of clay. clay. That's right. Alrighty. He he's had an exhausting award season. He picked up best supporting actor trophies from the Golden Globes, the SAGs, the BAFTAs, and the Oscars. I mean, clay is neutral and it's without judgment. So I can see why he likes spending time. Well, art. Um, and you know, if you make something bad, it can be be an ashtray. You know, everything can be an ashtray. That's right. They don't sell ashtrays really anymore. Yeah. Remember the old cool Bhagavad yeah. ashtray? I mean, I love I an old ashtray. So if you're wondering where Brad's going, that's where he's going into the pottery pottery yeah, he's studio. Coming out of, he's coming out of the limelight. Is that's where right. he's going. And Thank and Angelina is coming forward now. Well, she is now. She's looking for a sponsor, though. <laughs> well, no, I don't know about that. So That's here's, what it says. Well, this is a page six story, and um, I love Angelina. I stand well, with her forever. I'm okay? so glad. 
And the thing I think that you should begrudgingly give Angelina, because... She's a wonderful... No, but here, I do not begrudge Brad and his run to the most popular kid in Hollywood, Mr. Hollywood, and that poor Angelina isn't popular in Hollywood, and he made his, got his few little things in, you know, about it. But what I'm saying is, is that she could have made a point of reminding people of her existence through any of this, and she didn't, because she's over him, you know? She did not. She didn't make a lot of unnecessary... Photo shot, photo... Yeah, she was not ever really around. She did not pop up like she could have to try and take away. And you think that's a big deal? I think that's just normal behavior of a parent that shares kids with the other person. I'm sorry, Lori. That's called respect. Well, maybe it I don't is, see that that's like two, something to... These two have only... Rec- they only... I mean, he only got to start seeing his kids oh God, last fall. always have to bring that back. Without a minder. For two and a half years, he's had to have a minder mm-hmm. with his and kids. And I wonder why. Well, it, that was his fault, and he admitted it. He's admitted mm-hmm. it in several mm-hmm. interviews. I'm just saying, I don't think that's anything great if uh, someone who's divorced from someone doesn't saying, pop up when the other person is getting accolades. I'm, but look at how Jennifer Aniston popped up, much to the joy of everybody. I mean, Angelina could have done the same thing, and she did not. That's because people not, don't like her in Hollywood. Uh, that is not true. She just doesn't care. Fine. She doesn't care. Emotionally, yeah. she's over him. So she oh, couldn't yeah. even be bothered. Well, good for her. Okay. So she's looking for a global company to support her global ambitions, which sounds much like Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Mm. She's looking Doesn't for a it? sponsor. Mm. She's lo- yeah. Well, no, she's looking to do a deal maybe with Disney or Amazon. Okay. She's got- Lori, she's looking for money. Well, much like yeah, Hagen and much like Meghan and Harry. They're looking for a partner who has money. So they can, she can bring her platforms, get more awareness for rights for people worldwide. Okay, but you make it sound like she's looking specifically money for herself. No, it's she's not. looking she's for like a my, partner for right, messaging. Right, but I think Harry and Meghan have are looking for both. Yes, they are a little bit more exposed in that area than yes. she is. She she's maybe doing wants- good. She's looking for money to help. Maybe Bring doing message. something with Disney I, or Amazon documentary. Fine. She's already involved. Harry and Megan are looking for cash. Yeah, they are. They are. So anyway, she's uh, she's got you know those who wish me dead that comes out this year, and also the Is that Eternals. A movie? Okay, the movie where she was like in Wild West clothes, like she looked like oh. it was eighteen hundreds. Okay, Fun, Daddy. One. Do you like like if you were on a scale of one to ten and you could meet Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston? Yes. Who? Who would I? I'd rather meet Angelina. Mm-hmm. I think she's more interesting. Okay. Yeah, and her Bride of Frankenstein she'd... movie is still moving forward in the Universal picture. Wonderful. I don't Can't know. wait to see it. Remember how bad the mummy was for Tom Cruise, Angelina? Yeah. We'll just remind you. Okay, so Jennifer Aniston. Donnie posted this. We kind of talked about it yesterday. Yeah. She covers Interview Magazine. And um, a couple of years ago, the New York Times had this great story about how the celebrity profile... In magazines, as a news thing, is officially dead because it's always the 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 famous person either writing the questions or just writing, you know, a statement. We've seen sure. Angelina yeah, do yeah, this, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. gave examples, or they're interviewed by close friends. Sure, 
Which uh, asks safe questions. Safe questions. So the celebrity profile isn't quite dead because Sandra Bullock interviews Jennifer Aniston, who looks amazing on the cover. We uh, posted the photo. Yes. And she's interviewing her friend Jennifer Aniston. Apparently, these two are good friends going Forever. way back. Yes, way back, 90s. So they kind of came up at the same time. Basically. Mm-hmm. And they're basically the and they're same, same age. age. Yeah. Yep. So the, uh, Macaulay Culkin guy had a great Esquire. That was a good celebrity profile, but that wasn't actually, uh, that was a reporter from the magazine. Uh-huh. This one, after I read the interview with Sandra Bullock, it's there's no curiosity. No. Like they start talking about Tate Donovan, a guy they both dated. Did you think he was a good kisser? It goes nowhere. I know. It Did goes, you think his gum showed too much when he smiled? Nothing. <laughs> I would have asked that. I mean, Sandra is not Jennifer's only friend she shares an ex with. Like, have they ever traded? Has she ever traded thoughts with Goopy Angelina Goop? Jolie? That would be the Goop? one everyone will buy. About Brad Pitt. That would be hysterical if so, Jennifer Aniston interviews Angelina Jolie. Yeah, there we you share go. an ex. Let's dish Let's on that dish. guy for a minute. Softball questions? Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. They are. It's boring. Because they spend a lot of time together, yeah. and Sandy's often over at Je- Jennifer Aniston's house for dinner, which is where the real conversations take place, and letting us know that... What went down with Chelsea Handler, that Jennifer Aniston and Chelsea Handler are no longer friends? I think it might have been how much Chelsea Handler attacked Angelina Jolie, because every time she did, it dragged Jennifer Aniston's it, back name... Back in the media. Back in the media, yeah, and, and she it made didn't it seem it. like Jennifer Aniston was egging. Putting her up to it. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's and fair. And she asked her to stop doing it, and she couldn't keep her mouth shut. Right. That's and true. Jennifer Aniston just got sick of it. She's like, stop it. Stop it. You're making because me look like so, a dink. I mean, it was 15 years yeah. ago that she was married to him. Anyway, the other quote that's been picked up a lot is... The one from Sandra Bullock talking about... About her dream of her, the future. What's your, your vision? Kids, oh. Keeping her kids unplugged? No, she said, uh, what is your future? What is your vision? And Aniston says, it's not so much what I see myself doing. It's more like a little screenshot where I hear the ocean. I see the ocean. I hear laughter. I see kids running. I hear ice in a glass. I smell food being cooked. That's the joyish snapshot okay. in my head. So she wants a beach house. She d- Well, she loves Cabo. She's she saying, Cabo. I'm going to Cabo next week. And I can hear the cocktail being poured. I see the waves. I see the sunset. There's kids. Jimmy with Kimmel other brings his family. Kids. Jason Bateman. I can come in and out as a fun aunt. No, what does everyone go? Oh, look, at Je- it still means Jennifer Aniston wants kids. Not everybody Not- wants kids. And she's 51 years old. Why would she want to ruin her beautiful life right now by having kids? It's not going to happen. It's not. Anyway, so people are just like, people can be happy without having I any mean, kids. I think we, you are not complete just see, because but I you're think, a mother. That I does think, not mean you're complete. No, you can it be doesn't. It means, it means you work harder. You have to work harder being a mom because it takes a, a, it takes an extra piece of energy that if you didn't have a kid. But why do so many people think the ultimate happiness I as a woman specifically well, I think involves that's just having been kids? A, Lori, that's century old. I mean, you're not going to change that, but I don't know that everyone thinks that way anymore. No, I think you're right. People are more open to doing whatever they want to do, and everyone is way more okay with it than they ever were before. I think people who have experienced parenting know... Know how much work it is. But it's also 
you wouldn't, I could never, I would never change it. Yeah, of course yeah, not. So it's the best and the worst of times yeah. all wrapped up into one. Well, speaking of the best and worst times. I mean, so it just Je- takes the most energy. Jennifer Aniston has a part a gathering at the Sunset Tower last night. And Lots of must, people. She's always there. It, well, it's a private club. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Darn it. So, yeah, you can go just to go to Burger Bob's. Well, you could, <laughs> we could hang out there in the lobby and see yeah, what happens. Just, just stand outside and pretend we're waiting for a limo. That's right. So Je- Justin Theroux, and it makes me so mad that 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 the even people in entertainment tonight refer to Justin Theroux as her ex-husband. They were never married. I understand. They pretend and he married. shows up whenever there's a good opportunity for him to get exposure because he posts on Instagram, "Happy birthday, B." What's Says grabbing 2020 and another year just like this. Happy birthday. And it's like a picture of her bowling and yelling at the pins. From above, it's not in a great shot. And the next shot, Lori, is him laying on the top of his his balcony in somewhere in New York with buildings in the background with a little bit of his stomach happy trail showing and a dog on him. It's all about him. Look it at is. me. Look, he he used her. Oh my gosh! And she lets him come around every once in a while yeah, because he's funny. I guess. Anyway, her best revenge is uh, looking looking fa- great. Being ha- being it's not even looking good. Happy. It's being happy. Yeah. Looking great. That's so outside. It's just being happy. Doesn't hurt to be looking as well, great no, as she looks. We do know that. All right. Listen, it's time for the dirt alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's get to it. Yeah, let's uh, talk this Wednesday Dirt Alert. We're going to start with a story concerning Rose McGowan and Natalie Portman. Oh, Rose. Oh, Rose. What a Rose knows. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Rose McGowan was criticizing Natalie Portman's Oscar dress. Now, remember Natalie Portman, she wore a Dior gown over it. She wore a cape, and on the inside of the cape were written all of the names of female directors who were not nominated for Academy Awards this year. Like embroidered in in gold, thread, cursive. It was lovely. It was very lovely. And subtle. Yes. A very subtle statement to the Academy and to the way that female directors are treated in Hollywood. Rose McGowan decided to criticize Natalie Portman's outfit, calling Natalie Portman a, quote, fraud, And she said that wearing the cloak wasn't an act of bravery. She said it was, quote, more like an actress acting the part of someone who cares. She's she's a there's something wrong with her. Yeah. Well, Natalie Portman responded to what Rose McGowan had to say about her Oscars outfit. It was deeply offensive what she did. Yes. Wearing that cape. How is that offensive? And other people praised her. Wasn't Natalie praising herself? Rose McGowan. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here's where she said, Rose McGowan, that Natalie Portman's outfit was offensive. So here's the quote from Rose McGowan. I find Portman's type of activism deeply offensive to those of us who actually do the work. She said, I'm not writing out of bitterness. I'm writing out of disgust. (gasps) What's the difference? (laughs) I'm not bitter. I'm disgusted. Right. It doesn't really translate well on social media. Rosa McGowan wrote on Facebook, I just want her and other actresses to walk the walk. She went on to say, Natalie, you have worked with two female directors in your very long career. One of them was you. You have a production company that has hired exactly one female director. You. Oh. And none of that is true. Natalie's worked with three big fe- yeah. female directors. Sophia Coppola <sighs> directs her Dior commercials. She's worked with two f- female. What? What? Okay, tell us what Natalie said. Okay, I want to so hear what Natalie Portman said. Natalie had to say the following about Rose McGowan's statement. She said, quote, brave is a term I more strongly associate with actions like those of the women who have been testifying against Harvey Weinstein the last few weeks under incredible pressure because she said, I agree with Rose McGowan that it is inaccurate to call me brave for wearing a garment with women's names on it. So she's like, yeah. Uh, And she agrees with Rose McGowan, but she's also saying, look, Hollywood is not hiring women directors to make movies. She said that it's hard for female filmmakers to get financing, to have their projects be greenlit. So it's not necessarily that the problem is, is that I haven't worked with female directors in my career. She said, the problem is I have had the experience a few times of helping get female directors hired on projects. She said they were then forced out because of the conditions they faced at work. So she's saying it's the whole ecosystem of Hollywood. Natalie Portman is like, yeah, the reason I haven't worked with female directors is because they can't get money. We can't get films. money. They yeah. won't get hired. And if they are hired, they often get pushed out of projects. That's a very classy response from Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Very. She said, uh, Natalie Portman went on to say, she said, I have tried. I will keep trying to get female directors hired. She said, while I have not yet been successful, I'm hoping that we are stepping into a new day. Well, that was a very classy response because Rose McGowan put this statement on Facebook. Yep. And and Natalie Portman didn't call herself brave. No. That was what, like, People Magazine, Seen, people, uh, the sure. reporters were saying, and, like, right. fashion people were like, oh, some people said it was brave, other people just said it was cool. I mean, Natalie Portman... She two years ago at the Globe said, I'd like to introduce the male director nominees. Right. She's made her little. I mean, why are you going after somebody who's on your side of things? I don't, Not everyone can be an activist in the street, on the front line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I don't. I, I that makes me really be not happy about Rose McGowan. Do you guys feel the same way? I, I have felt that way for a while about her. Yeah. I don't know why she picks fights yeah. with everybody. I don't know why she doesn't pick up the phone and call Natalie. Like, how can we work together? Yeah. Or something. She's just so... She, but why does she have to get involved in Natalie's Everything. Case? Right. Exactly. And that's the issue, that this is a big systemic problem. And you're right that Rose McGowan is taking editorialized commentary on Natalie she Portman's like Oscar outfit. Well, be above it or being maybe like to your point, Julia, behind the scenes. Oh, you know what, Natalie? I saw what you did. Thank you very much. Like, how can we work together? But I have a feeling that not many people want to work with Rose McGowan well, on this issue. Yeah. yeah, She's too. I couldn't even watch her documentary. No, we on tried e. it. We, we tried, tried it. On e. And on we e. wanted to support her. And I, I, I do feel supportive, but I am not supportive I, of her negative. going after people people like this and For calling it deeply offensive and calling her out. Ugh. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I am making a statement about the nature of Hollywood using my fashion. And if it starts the conversation, that is one form of there are not mutually exclusive forms of activism. This yeah. conversation is big. It's multifaceted. Right. There's a lot going on. And to say that it's, you know, like shallow and not yeah. worthy. The the woman who directed The Farewell when she won the Spirit Award, uh, is it Lulu Wang? Yes. Is her name? She just said at the end of her speech, she said, Hollywood, pay attention. We can make movies that make money. Give us the money. That's how she ended her speech. Well, and that's exactly right. right. And yeah. also, when you're a female director, you're not giving given as much grace as male directors Think when of, perhaps your movie doesn't do as well as the box office. Sa- that's yeah. well said, Holly. As you I agree. thought it was I going agree. to be. You know, it's like you're one and done. And think about how many times male directors are given a chance time and time again and to prove themselves into Hollywood. So not only are women not given the chance, it's that the expectation is yeah. twice as high. Oh, does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah. in life. In life, too. In yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, to give you Tom Hooper with Cats, disaster. Dr. Doolittle, disaster. Both of them directed by longtime. Those men will get jobs again, even though those movies are losing the studios $250 million. Yeah. They could make twenty. Farewells. Yes, they could make 20 farewells. So we have to get <laughs> or the financing. <laughs> farewell and Parasite and, you know, and other little movies, women. Little women, yeah, because, exactly. Uh, you know, thinking about this before this story, there's a new adaptation of Emma that's coming out yes, soon. Yes, it is. And it's directed by a woman. And when you watch the trailer for the new adaptation of Emma, I was asking, I'm like, is this directed by a female? Because there are so many different points of view that we have on planet Earth. And we need to give women the money and we need to give them the power to tell stories because it, it just looked like it was going to be wonderful and it a fresh did. take on this story yes, that we I haven't agree. had before. I agree. I felt the same way when I saw that trailer a couple weeks ago. When I saw Parasite, it's like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. Yes. All right. Thank you so thank much, you, Holly. Holly. Yes. Preach. Give us a good word. No, now tell it. us what's happening in the traffic world. Well, we're going down to Copes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Highway 52 northbound, where there's a stalled vehicle blocking a lane, 160th Street east to 145th Street. In Carver, 212 eastbound, a vehicle spun out by Kenner on 43 to Jonathan Carver Parkway. In Lakeville, 35 northbound, a crash from 212 uh, 10th Street. 
North 185th Street. 212 eastbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane in Eden Prairie. Watch out by Mitchell Road to Prairie Center Drive and in Minneapolis. 35W southbound across from 3rd Street to Washington Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast includes a wind chill advisory starting midnight tonight. As the skies clear up, the temperature will drop to a low of negative 11 tonight. Clear skies, sunny tomorrow and 3. Right now, 19 and partly cloudy at the MyTalk studios. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com keyword app. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Well, there's no end to the scandals that the Rolling Stones have been involved with over the years. But this one involves it. And it comes to us because there's a new biography out about Anita Pallenberg, who is a style icon and it girl of the 60s and 70s. And she was credited basically as the muse of the Rolling Stones. She was the romantic partner of Brian Jones. Who's he? He was in the Stones okay. and, and and then... Drowned in a pool. Drowned in oh, a pool. Very wow. sad. And then um, she was the partner of Keith Richards. She was with him. They had three children. Oh, all right. But she also had a thing with Mick Jagger. Boy, they shared a lot. So the book is called She's a Rainbow, The Extraordinary Life of Anita Pallenberg. And it's out uh, the first week of March. So the the racy story that I wanted to share with you, and we have known that Mick Jagger has always wanted to act. It's like all these really dynamic rock and roll guys, they always want to act. I Whether did not it's know Elvis, that. Prince, Mick Jagger, I mean they have they have that they're yeah, already sure. exhibitionists and performers yes. and they've got that it factor. Okay. And uh, Mick has dabbled in acting. I mean, I feel like Bowie dabbled in it. Bowie was Bob a very Dylan. Good actor. Yeah. So anyway, so there was this movie that was made. Um, it, the movie was called Performance, and it oh, starred yes. Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stone muse Anita Pallenberg, and it was intended to capture the swinging London vibe. <laughs> um, and Mick was sort of like this, uh, a, not an aging rock star, but like a maybe a washed up rock star. Yeah. So the opening sequence alone, when they showed this movie, was too much for the audience. A Rolls Royce is driving through the beautiful English countryside and then intercut with flashes of writhing naked bodies indulging in the roughest of sex. Okay, now this is in the late 60s. And is this is shown in the movie theater? They're yeah. doing a showing oh, of it, wow. and people were screaming out loud because then more wild sex, more graphic violence, and one woman was so shaken at this one screen, <laughs> she vomited into her handbag. Yeah. Another member of the audience stood up and shouted, are you all going to sit here and watch this trash? And before he stormed out and the projectionist and everyone else said, yes, they switched off the film. And OK, the story is performance is a cockney gangster, a washed up rock star and his two lovers. One is Anita Pallenberg. One is a 17 year old girl that the director picked up on the French Riviera. Okay, as, as one, one does. does, as one mm-hmm. does. So, and that was at a screening for Hollywood executives of this British movie performance, and um, 
Anyway, and so uh, they thought what they were trying to do was they were trying to make a movie that would do brilliantly at the box office, just like a Beatles, A Hard Day's Night. That's what they were trying to replicate. But even though it was the swing in 60s, when senior Warner Brothers boss Ken Hyman had the studio executives visit the set, they were so appalled, he ordered the filming to stop immediately. Hyman told the director, that is the dirtiest movie I'd ever seen. Uh-huh. And after and it's the, funny that his name is Hyman. Hyman, after the <laughs> initial <laughs> test screening in L.A., it would take Warner Brothers another 18 months to gather up the courage to release the movie. Jagger um, has now, in his performance and everybody, it's kind of it has some cult status, but critics loathed it when it came out. They called it the most loathsome and horrible movie ever made of all time. Absolutely hated it. Okay. And apparently what went on behind the scenes is even more shocking than what happened. Did you ever see this movie, Donnie? No, I have not seen it. Okay, but you heard about it. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, it introduced Anita Pallenberg and the rest of the cast to heroin. That's what they were doing on the set. Oh, dear. During this movie, the Stones... Uh, she almost became the Yoko Ono before Yoko Ono about breaking up Keith um, and Richard, uh, breaking up the Rolling Stones. She stole the movie, whether she had clothes on or not, Anita oh, Pallenberg. Wow. And according to her biographer, um, she was may, way more than the drug addled groupie it girl, you know, that she's been portrayed. He said that um she had influence over the Rolling Stones music, specifically on Beggar's Banquet. What's that? That's a so Rolling Stones oh, album. Okay. And she <laughs> I might not be worthy. <laughs> no, I know. You're right. so not. Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and she is the one who got the band to start dressing in feminine clothing. Oh, when Mick really? started wearing his blousey blouses oh, and yeah. his tight pants. And we are forever owing you a debt of gratitude, oh, Miss Pallenberg. Um, but until she died in 2017 at the age of seven, 75, she was always referred to as Rolling Stones, the muse. Okay. Even okay. Her, that, that, that was like, that was it. You know, she couldn't get away from that. And, um, so anyway, cause she's the lover of the founding member, Brian Jones. Then she took up with Keith Then she had a fling with Mick and then she went back to Keith Jeez. and Vogue once described Anita Pallenberg as the quintessential rock star girlfriend and how she even met the stones is she wandered backstage at a stones concert in Munich in 1965. So you're saying we've got a chance. She had drugs. <laughs> huh. She had, she like, had drugs. She well, had pot oh, okay. and some we other could things. find that. We could travel to so, Illinois. Anyway, so she became Brian's girlfriend, and they started tra- uh, traveling with him. They were often mistaken for twins. They looked so much alike, but their relationship was volatile. They both hit each other. Oh. It was a very physical yes. relationship. And when she refused to, they were in Morocco, and he got two prostitutes, and he wanted to have a foursome. Not she, Wow. Go big or go home. Yeah. Well, he beat her up so badly that she... Went running to Keith Richards, who she'd already had a fling with while she was dating Brian Jones. So anyway, and she was pregnant by Keith Richards when the director asked her, please be in this movie performance, Hmm. playing the strong willed girlfriend of this washed up rock star, Mick Jagger. 
And she was 26. She'd been in unsupport. You know, she had a few movies, but she was hoping this would propel her to movie stardom. And um, Mick Jagger's girlfriend, Marion Faithful, had been approached to play the girlfriend in this movie, but she didn't want to do it. She was felt she was too pregnant. Got it. Okay, mm-hmm. and she later that baby miscarried. Oh. Marianne Faithful. So okay. Keith Richards thought that the three-way love plot between Mick and these two women was hilarious until he discovered it would mean his girlfriend Anita would be doing graphic sex scenes wow. with Mick Jagger and he knew what a womanizer he was. He begged Anita, don't make this movie, even offering to pay her what would they she, were going to pay. Yes. Her. Oh my gosh. And so he he didn't distru- he didn't trust Jagger, he didn't trust his girlfriend, he didn't trust the director and um anyway, they all were using heroin and the big story with this movie was that apparently the sex scenes involving the three of them um, which is where all the controversy was for this movie. It makes me want to watch it. You it's can be- on Amazon. You can? Yeah. Oh, serious? Is The yeah. word is is that they did it for real. Oh. On the, on the film, right. under the covers, and that the director was putting the camera under the covers to get all the action. <laughs> Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeez. And... Uh, <laughs> And Hello. recently recovered Good outtakes morning. that were mm-hmm. co- recovered from the eventual film in an attempt to avoid an X certificate. They weren't always acting and pretending. It was a porno shoot, Anita Pallenberg said later. There was all kinds of sex wow. going on, but I just thought it was method acting. Oh, my <laughs> words. word. And she said, and since I knew the Stones from another angle, it was quite uncomfortable for me to do this kind of thing with Mick and Keith wasn't too pleased either. Surprise. Wow. She later denied that she had an affair with Mick Jagger, but many other people said Mick just took Anita to the basement for sex. Keith would come on the set looking for hanky panky, not realizing he was standing about three feet above the action. People that were on the movie set said those two were definitely Flinging for real on the set, off the set. And Marianne Faithful, who famously said Anita Pallenberg had an evil glamour, also felt that Mick was, uh, that they were having uh, a thing. And Keith Richards was so attached to Anita because now they're using heroin together. Um, it was just wow. devastating to him. And uh, Jagger has d- described all the torrid rumors about the making of performance is simply too wonderful to deny. It's all true. It's basically what he said. Yeah, and the finished film met with immediate trouble um, because the processing lab said it was not decent what they were having to <laughs> cut out. No, but what processed but the oh, film, you got to see it. Remember, like, you couldn't even get photos Publish, member if you had naked photos. Oh gosh! So then they had to find a more liberal-minded processing lab, and when Warner Brothers demanded more cuts, both the director and Mick Jagger wrote to the studio saying, "Hey, this movie is about a perverted love affair between, and this is how they put it, between Homo sapiens and lady violence, and we wanted every taboo in the book to be in this movie." Anyway. Uh, 
for the rest of her life. She said she had a hard time shaking that movie, and she never got another big role again. Her affair with Mick Jagger cast a cloud over her relationship with Richards. They stayed together another 10 years. They had the three children, and um, when she died, Keith Richards had the best epitaph. Long may she not rest in peace because she hates peace. Wow. Mm. Well, that was something. So the Marion Faithful movie that, that is being made about Mick Jaggers. Who's playing Marion Faithful? Lucy Boynton. That's right. Who Ran, dates who Remy Malik? And she was yeah. in a she was, she was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's playing Marion Faithful and we want Harry Styles to play Mick Jagger because wow. he's the perfect age. Anyway, so if you want to see some drug-fueled debauchery on a very controversial wow. Mick Jagger movie, <laughs> That almost tore the stones apart. The movie is performance. Three dollars to rent on Amazon. <laughs> okay, Johnny's getting it tonight. What's He'll the rating? Really, He'll report back the, tomorrow. It's rated R. Okay, but do yeah. they? Is there any audience thing like you know? Well, uh, IMDb gave it a six point nine out of ten. Yeah, so that's not bad. Yeah. That 6. is not 9? bad. Six point nine. Do you don't get that high oh, in IMDb? Seven, so yeah, seven I see out what of ten. You, oh, I seven see what you're saying. No, you don't. That's pretty high. All right, well, well there you uh, go. As you know. All right, Julie will report back tomorrow. No, you I, watch I, I, I really am not going to be watching that <laughs> tonight. I've got anyway. sex education to watch. Go. I've got to finish. Well, this movie will give you a sex education. Well, <laughs> that's right. That's true. <laughs> that's right. We'll be right back. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Here you are with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. We are not the highest paid actors in the world. There's a big difference between us and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Scarlett Johansson. They're uh, the highest paid I, I, How did that happen, Donnie? I was, I was I thinking know. our eyelids are tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dwayne, number one with $89 million. Scarlett, $56 million. Notice the difference there between kind of depressing, you know, the $43 million gap between the two of them. His movies make more money, Lori. They do make a But Lori. Yeah. But this is also the, the pay gap is real, Drew. You can't deny it. When you look at this list of the difference I between agree. men and women, I it's agree. huge. It's different. But Dwayne the Wade Rocks movies make so much more money than almost everybody. Mm. Asta, they make so much money, Lori. Well, yeah. her, her superhero movies make okay money. Yeah, okay. they, they but make she's some money. One of just, others, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying it's a 43. Well, we were talking about it. I don't know why you can't just know that women do not get paid as I, much as men. No, and I yeah. agree 100 yeah. percent on that one. So he uh, earned 89 million before taxes, and Scarlett Johansson. Those are the two highest paid. Actors and that's pretty amazing that she is up there above. Um, well, she's done a lot of movies lately, too. Oh, it's her, it's her superhero money for being Black Widow. That's where she's getting it because number two is Sofia Vergara, who's uh comedy uh from Modern Modern Family Family and then all of her endorsements, endorsements, right? And then Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Aniston. I like that round out the top five. Chris Hemsworth so is number four two. four women and one guy. No, no. They oh. do the men's list and the women's oh, list. Right. You really are tired. You can't even <laughs> keep up with this damn story. They always have top ten men, top right, ten women. All right, I just yes. heard Dwayne and then Scarlett, and I got They lost. were one and one. one All right, for the women. Okay, okay now. I cleared that up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In 1991, a show debuted on E!, which was just amazing. It had many hosts, Aisha Taylor, 
Greg Kinnear, Joe McHale. Mm -hmm. It's called The Soup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when Joe McHale left, we've had no soup to make fun of. How many years? Oh, my gosh. Well, he was on, Joe McHale was 2004 until 2015. So it's been five years. Five years. So we have, The Soup is coming back tonight. Jade Catapretta is the host. They've been promoting it everywhere. She's funny. She's uh, improv, Mm -hmm. but she's. That's where she got her start, improv stage, but she's appeared on a lot of TV shows. She was on American Housewife, Modern Family, The Jim Gaffigan, Two Broke Girls. So she's acting. And she was the bartender on the Andy Cohen Watch What Happens Live show last that's, week. That's oh. right. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, she's a huge TV fan. I hope this is going to be a good show. So it's on, you know, tonight at nine. On E. On E. Yeah. I always like that they, show. And they just take clips of shows and make fun of them. Absolutely. Okay. That's what And that Joel McHale couldn't take it anymore because uh, he wanted to do acting and comedy and he was sick of the Kardashians just like Chelsea Handler was. Because, well, they have dominated E. E. Okay, now this is from Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411, who was at all the Oscars, yes, everything. Yes, Tell me. So, apparently Vanity Fair, their Oscar party, they had a pretty good turnout. People at least showed up there. Uh-huh. But the party that everyone was going to was the Parasite party at the Soho House. That's where all the entertainment writers were trying to get in. Mm-hmm. No one was really staying they, at the Vanity they Fair. They show up there. They, yep. they start there. Take their pictures, and then they go somewhere else. And they go on. And um, I guess they have, uh, this is what he says, no one reads Vanity Fair anymore. It's become irrelevant. Even their website has lost a lot of traffic. Over okay. the weekend... They sent out an Oscars newsletter composed of old articles written by journalists who aren't even with Vanity Fair anymore. The press doesn't even care about covering the party except for the pictures. You're right. Yeah, and he said if if Vanity Fair can't make Hollywood pay attention to its new establishment issue, and I guess they're not having this powwow that they usually have every October, they said, uh, uh, Roger says... Tina Brown and Graydon Carter played the Hollywood connections like fiddles. This new editor, Radhika Jones, has squandered what she received on arrival. Mm-hmm. I know it. Well, it's true. I'm on VanityFair.com. I used to go there all the time yeah. to see, you know, they had the, the hive. And I always go there. You read religiously for 30 years, Vanity Fair. Yeah. But since I still the new, get it. I still get but it. But since the new, and it all started with the brown cover. Last January, remember the brown cover, so the very mad. first issue without Brandon so Carter. I was so mad. Who, who was the person though? All I remember is it was brown, and you couldn't stand it. No You're, one puts out a diarrhea cover in January. We I need know. bright. We need something. I mean, I'm not even a magazine editor, and I know no. this. I'm just a magazine reader. Weren't oh. you waiting for the latest issue to show up? I just, I got it this oh, Saturday. Finally. Finally. Oh, the see. one with okay. Jennifer Lopez yeah. and Eddie Murphy and Renee Zellweger yeah, on yeah. the... Yeah. On the motorcycles, yeah. Uh, it's not an impressive cover. And when I was at Lund's yesterday, it didn't seem like anyone was buying the magazine off the rack. It's not impressive. I, it's... Well, but I... Because it, you felt like you really knew someone who was connected. I don't know. 
I mean, but that I'm going to read this, this Hollywood issue. Orb or whatever her name was. Orth. I think Orth. she still writes for them. She was always good, but isn't that interesting? Yeah, so anyway, that's it's happening. ADD, we just want to see the pictures. Yeah. We don't well, want to I want, the, I want a I good story. I love a deep dive into a story, because you that's where you get them in magazines, but... All right. Started with the diarrhea brown cover. Next in that. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.